Good morning and welcome to the Saturday Morning Clinic with me, Pretty Rana, on InjectionRadio.com. Thank you for being with me this morning. It's lovely to have you here this Saturday morning. Wow. I think before I start the show today and before I um before my guest before I, my guest joins me, I have to say it has been a phenomenal two weeks in 2021. Wow. It's a real pre-sequel to 2020. But I would what I would like to say to everyone is um, I know it's difficult at the moment. I know it's hard out there. And there. All of these things going on right now are testing our characters out, our characteristics and our characters. Um, but yes, this will really build us and the resilience we will get from overcoming what's what's happening at the moment is going to be phenomenal. Anyway, Moving on, uh, I would like to take this opportunity to welcome my guest, Blissful Balance, who is a counsellor and um, I have worked with her for a long period of time. Melanie, welcome to InjectionRadio.com. You've um, been on the show previously with Peter Terry and um, You've worked with me um, professionally and, you know, we've also done some consultancy work together. Welcome. Hello. Nice to have you back. Thank you for having me. Anytime now. Um, This isn't your first time on InjectionRadio.com. No, it's my second outing with you all here. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself again, Mel? So... Um, what, what's the most easiest thing? So mother, sister, daughter, all of those good things. And as a, a professional level would be um, a counsellor and I also manage a counselling service. So I suppose in that capacity, which is what I'll be 
well, not entirely, um, but that will come into play in the things that I'll talk about. Okay. Yeah, so that's me in a nutshell. I don't want to tie too much to um, the profession because I think people are people and sometimes people um, know well for themselves. They just need that guidance. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I'm glad to have you here Saturday morning Thank at you. nine o'clock. Um, so where should we start, Mel? <laughs> the past two so weeks... <laughs> It's been a heavy one. It's been a heavy one. And I also think that it's very easy for people to just kind of continue as is and keep trundling it along. But I think that a lot of people are struggling more than they were before or people who aren't ordinarily bothered by these things. I think it's very different now because it's just a different level of stress. And I mean, that's just on the basis of living through the pandemic and this lockdown but if you throw into the mix um if people have lost family members or family or sorry or friends yeah. to the virus or work colleagues yeah. or just it could be simply someone who was at your local shop that you have yeah. grown up a, along the year scene and they've succumbed to um the the virus it's had a, it's had a huge impact and i think there's, because of the stress levels, there's really no outlet. I think all the things that people do on Zoom and everything is really good. Um, I kind of enjoyed quite a lot of that in the first lockdown, but I've mm. between work and just life itself, I think I'm all Zoomed out, to be honest. Do you think there's um, like Zoom fatigue and um, yeah. COVID fatigue? Yep, definitely. Zoom, Teams, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think definitely because it doesn't replace... Um, that person-to-person -person interaction and, and I don't think that's what humans well not that I, I don't think that's what humans were meant to do we we, we know that this is the case um, and I just think that the more it's prolonged the harder it is because then there is no outlet so for instance if you was really feeling stressed you could go to someone's house or friend's house or you mm. could go out and do something to alleviate that you, you no longer have that avenue and it's, it's been continuous and then, as I said, there's all these different ways of looking at it. Mm -hmm. So if you add into the mix a bereavement, job losses, financial mm -hmm. constraints, housing issues, relationships, ongoing, the relationships, ongoing and emerging problems with relationships or mental health, other physical illnesses that you can't get sorted out because you can't get an appointment or they put mm -hmm. all of these things on the back burner. This is a this is a testing time. So I'm not really here to kind of put a pretty bow in it and say you know these are the things that you can do because I'm sure people know all the things that they can do mm. but there comes a time it doesn't work and mm. I think that we just have to be very honest with ourselves and admit that it's hard yes there'll be some who can just keep it rolling and they're not phased by none of it and mm. I salute you if that's you mm. and you can do it that way it's great but that's not my um, experience or the experience of the people that I'm coming across and interacting with no, I absolutely agree with you. I think just in the past two weeks, um, and even before, really, I've started to notice how many people actually are struggling. And you're right, because I had a conversation today with somebody and they were saying that um, one of their friends had lost somebody. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the, because they were really close friends, she was just kind of explaining how painful it was that she couldn't, she, she kind of said that she wasn't there for her, but 
she was on the phone zooming and they're like literally all the time with her but because she wasn't there physically she said there was yeah. a sense of helplessness and it's a and it's a different and the, the thing is the helplessness is something because it feels like it's enforced so it's like mm. the lockdown incapacitates people it takes away people's even though yes we know why it's there and I'm I don't really want to kind of get into the whole um some people like when I was speaking to Peter before you know mm. I've, I've heard the term before pandemic and so on and all of these things yeah for sure there might be other things going on and up mm. to that point because I remember he had asked me if I knew anyone who had died from it or if anybody had been accessing the service mm. I managed due to a bereavement uh, because of the you know because of covid and at that time it was known even i never knew anybody mm. but in the last three weeks yeah. that has gone from zero and it's creeping up to like 10 including um people passing from it not people directly related to me yeah. but to people um around me but there's a hell of a lot more people who i know who have had it yeah. Um, have it right now or someone close to them um, has it so so yeah it's, so it's, it's I think this is close yeah, to home it's different and then I think the other scary thing like about it is that you cannot fear it which is mm. great and people can you know decide whether or not they want to wear masks and so on but um the thing about it is, is that you don't know how it's going to impact on you. I don't subscribe to the whole uh, BAME uh, being more at risk and um, mm. or ages. I think with the BAME groups, it's just or like this to say black people, black and Asian people. Mm. I think it's because of the jobs that they, they do. It's not, it's not, I don't think it's a, a physiology. A do you think um, it's also as well, like, I know we've had these conversations before that, you know, Sometimes we don't contest and also look after ourselves and ask questions to our employers, maybe um, as different other cultures may do. So, well, if you look at it from a social economic point of view, what they're saying is that a lot more of the jobs that we might find ourselves in do not lend themselves to home working. So, and and or oh, and with you know, we're on we're on the front line. So those numbers that they were coming up with in the first pandemic I think that there's two things here one they were coming up with these figures but they never had a solution mm -hmm. and in coming up with those numbers they were forgetting that a lot of uh, people from Asian and um, Afro-Caribbean and African backgrounds work in particular environments mm -hmm. yeah so that's so that's what it is but I think um, it's hard because the other side of this as we know when all this is done is the cost of it and it's going to be our children and the generations behind them that are going to pay for this because where's Rishi Sunak getting all of this money? It has to be paid back. Mm, of course it does. Yeah. So I'm sure this is going to be something that's going to continue for long. And it's alongside the backdrop of Brexit as well, which brings its own set of mm, stress. Yeah. Stress and all the other things that are going on with it so but the world hasn't ended or should i say england hasn't <laughs> ceased to exist because of brexit but it still yeah. continues i was gonna ask you mel how's it you're coping um you know because we're frontline staff to an extent in a different capacity but 
have you been coping as well as a counsellor so or the manager the of a counselling service? In the first lockdown, it was I was fine and I loved working from home. I was so glad you could just roll out your bed, mm. um, <laughs> go and wash your skin, <laughs> or look like some you yoga. Skin, I'm not even gonna. I know people don't be fronting out there, people. But um, <laughs> that, that was never really. I think I did it on the odd occasion where I was just like, "Oh, is that the time?" Right. I'm late. Um, but then at one point, I was really good. I was getting up, doing my yoga, my meditation, all of that good. You were going for walks in the morning as well. Yep, going for walks, everything. All now, I look like one turkey. <laughs> That's ready for the, for the oven. And for those of you oh, who are 70, 70s children, um, <laughs> if you remember your mum's catalogue and you remember the underwear section, um, mm. you would know what I mean when it looks like I'm going to have to go and buy Miss Mary of Sweden. I've seen have to go and buy Miss Maria Sweden underwear. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's very different. Um, this second lockdown, like I'm, t- I tired. To get up and jump up and down in front of the TV in the front, like no. <laughs> oh gosh, and I'm guessing that there's a lot of people out there as well that are probably feeling that as well. It's uh, going to the gym. No, but actually, I've never thought that gym is necessary to lose mm. weight. But I think it just helps. It's the whole thing that goes along with going to the gym. But if you even think about the fact that they say losing weight is 80% what you eat and 20% exercise, I think you could kind of say to yourself, you know what, it's really about the the toning aspect, but it's good for us. And as we get older, if if we're predisposed to things like diabetes and so on and high blood pressure, um, It's definitely things that we need to kind of be doing. And just a note on blood pressure, because when I when I um I went on a pre-diabetic course, they put me on to yeah. avoid it becoming well, I don't know where I'm at now because I haven't been tested. <laughs> but then I kind of um, found out that I always thought that blood pressure was related to stress, even yeah. diabetes, like stress and being overweight. But there's actually so many factors that contribute to a person becoming um, a type 2 diabetic and someone um, having high blood pressure and how they're actually linked is quite fascinating. It would actually help you look at your life in a certain way or make certain lifestyle changes. So exercise alone will help diabetes. Do you understand it in a clearer way to give us a little bit of information about it? The link between exercise and diabetes is quite interesting in terms of how it cleans up all the excess insulin okay. um, in your in your blood. And high blood pressure really is why people why kind of high blood pressure and I'm not an expert people, I'm not your GP, so <laughs> double check this stuff and don't take everything I'm <laughs> this was saying, your personal research. I might for yourself, get one or two things wrong. So then yeah, so just let's just be sensible out here. So um I, the high blood, why high blood pressure and diabetes are linked is because one of the results of diabetes is a thickening of the arteries. So that means that the, it's, it's, it's constricted, it's less space for the blood to flow through. So the, it has to be pumped harder okay. to get through. And that's where the high blood pressure comes from. Additionally, with diabetes, it, you don't have to be like 
overweight and think, oh, you know, that person's got diabetes. When I had to go to this program, it started just before the lock, the first lockdown. Mm. And there were people in the room of all different backgrounds as well, all different backgrounds, and some slim, slim people. So mm-hmm. stress can actually result, can develop into diabetes. Then probably, it was a good program as well. I can't remember what it was called, if I remember. Was it through um, your GP? Yeah, because I had a blood mm-hmm. test, and then the GP... Was like, oh, is it your HB1 or HBA something levels okay. is like borderline. So we're going to put you on this thing. It was free of charge and everything. It was, it was interesting. So if people, could pretty... get that, if people could get that from the GP, would you recommend it? Yeah. Well, when it was face to face, when it was, it went to phone, it was very hit and miss. Then they wrote me and told me that I didn't finish the program, which vexed me because I was working certain days and I couldn't be yeah. tuning in on the phone. So you're going to tell me that. So I got a letter to write back to them about <laughs> they took it, that. They, they took it offensively, Mel, that you did turn up. Yeah, but the few that I did manage to go to, mm. I mean, people would be coming along and person would be saying, you know, this is like session four or session seven. And the person would say, actually, this is my first time. I only got a letter the other day. So as we mm. know, it's kind of hit and miss with the NHS. They try <laughs> their best, but... It is Sometimes. a good program. I cannot remember. I think it's called a Better You, something okay. like that. Hopefully, that will be available on the website. Um, let's see. Maybe we can um, tell viewers or listeners next time um, what it's called. Sometimes you love too hard. Sometimes you go too far. No, I won't want you if you need me. Real things do not come easy. No, never been your average girl. So take time with me, take time Baby, talk to me with some action We can find a place for your pressure, no Cool down some more, cool now, please me Cool now, sinner, cool down, love Cool now, sinner, cool now, please me Cool now, sinner, cool down, love you close sometimes i want my space just know i'm gonna call if i need you it's not my job to please you come never been your average girl so take time with me take time baby talk to me with some action think i got a place for your passion So you forgotten who you're dealing with Man, I regret when I'm at work non-stop You know good, no dinner when I come back Something wrong with you, come out from that If me walk and leave you, I'm not come back You're falling But you don't wanna fall too hard You're falling But you don't wanna fall apart Cause it might break If I give you my Um, I wanted to ask you a question, little left turn. 
because uh, I think it's coming up soon and it'll be an interesting conversation maybe another time. Um, but what is your thoughts on the rollout of the vaccine? Because um, I know for me um, on the front line, as well as you, this will be a decision that will come surely later rather than sooner for us about getting vaccinated. Um, how do you feel about that, Mel? Initially, I was a complete like no, because when you look at vaccines historically, the amount of time it takes to develop them. And then not even that, even before this whole, you know, race for COVID vaccine, you had plenty of people um, talking about the disadvantages in terms of their own research. And they're called anti-vaxxers and so on. Yeah. And different things like, for example, some research, but I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's just what I've kind of come across and what I've had in discussions with other people and seen that is kind of linked to the whole rise of um, autism in mm. children and things like that. So this has been an ongoing argument. The difference now is, as I said, that the first part of, of my response to your question is the speed at which it has come mm. about. Now, I was completely against having a um, COVID vaccine because of the, the speed. Mm. But then so the other thing is now, that's quite a scary, like every week we seem to have a new vaccine. Yeah, it's like different they, companies are coming out with right. different. It's like right. one minute it was two, three, now it's gone up to four, five. Right, and then you had that first one where they it's a two part one, Pfizer. and then now, yeah, and then now instead of giving people that second jab three weeks later, they're stretching it out to is it 12 weeks or three 12 months? Weeks. Like the thing is, you can't yeah, be doing all of these things and expect that it's going to in, instill confidence in the public. Part of the reason why people aren't, some people um, don't, are not compliant or partway mm. compliant is because I feel that the government has been too ambiguous in the way it delivers yeah. information. It's been quite shoddy and I've never really been bothered I'm not, I'm not an overly political person. Yes, I vote and so on, but I don't think I'll be voting again, um, to be honest. Mm. Um, and I'll give a reason for that in a shortly. But yeah, I've never taken much notice. But I'll tell you what, I, I have kind of watch it. But no, you know what it is though. It is, it is. The other day, I found myself saying, "I am really disappointed in the government." Why? Knowing all the foolishness about the history of this country and whatever, because okay. they purport to be so intelligent and come from supposedly elite schools where yeah. you're supposed to have had the best education out of everyone. Yeah. But yet still, you can't get simple things correct. But you know what I think, Mel? For me personally, just watching everything or just reflecting even because, you know, you just come into the new year. Um, it's strange how I get this impression that the government find it hard to be direct and because they find it hard to be direct and you know if you are direct then the public I guess it would be frightening if they really said what they wanted to say initially so I think they've been coaxing and trying to prepare the public slowly slowly but I think that's meant that the messaging has got confusing does that make sense? It does, but I don't it's think... Like, it's I don't want to tell got... them this is really happening, so I'm going to say this, just to keep the peace, if you like. like um, don't, don't go out, work from home, but go to work if you need to. 
it's not so much that about what they don't want to tell the public is how they're telling us. So, for example, the classic, well, the, not even the classic, because they all seem classic until the next one happens. <laughs> So the, the most it's recent true. Is it one, every single it, one, everything hey, is classic. So the the is when they return to school over, after Christmas. Let's oh, not even goodness. get into before Christmas and the lockdown and then the opening up. That's bad enough, right? So let's say all up until the Friday, the Saturday, the argument, schools, whatever, to opening, Sunday, blah blah blah. Monday, no, yes, it? yes, no. And they made them go to school as well. Right on the Monday. Come mm. the Monday evening. What have you done? You done a lockdown and you closed the school. No, what, but Mel, it was even wicked. Know? No, but it's wicked did they because not they know on Sunday evening. So yeah, it's very oh, love. Sorry. But um, what the, the the wickedest thing is that through. they shut it down on Monday at eight o'clock, and I think I was really annoyed and frustrated because I know, like for example, me and you know what it's like to shut a service down and move it remotely. It's yeah. hard work. Um. I was annoyed and frustrated for the teachers, sis, to be honest, because I couldn't believe they made them do all this prep for January um, as face-to-face -face delivery. Um, they were doing things like getting ready to test, weren't they? As well as the curriculum, for example. Then on the day they go back, you've got the cheek to shut it down. It's demoral, like, you know, the stress you were talking about earlier on that people are this going is what through I'm anyway, saying. then you do that to them. That's like, that's horrible. So you've got to think, this is what I'm saying to you. What did they not know on Monday morning no, or Monday evening that they didn't already know on Sunday or the Saturday or the Friday for that? Oh, matter? The, um, the database. What happens is, is that the database for the NHS over the weekend, um, I think there's some issue that they can't pull the figures till Monday. That's why the Monday figures are always higher. So they would have got the figures on Monday, God knows what time, and then they must have made, they had to make the decision at that time, but it was almost like they did not want to close it. Well, it was, okay then, even with that in consideration, then they could have still have waited and said, let this go, because a lot of schools went back the Tuesday not mm. all the schools were back on the Monday. So they still had scope to say, we'll make a decision. We're going to make sure that all schools, you know, don't open on the Monday. They make themselves look stupid. Come on. I think... Um, um, you get what I mean? Even something this... as general as the fact that they still don't have somebody doing sign language at these, at these briefings. It's ridiculous. No. And it's ridiculous. the thing with Boris and his um, team is that... They're not afraid to do that U-turns. There's like a U-turn on every single thing that they do. That's why anybody who feels like they haven't done what they want to do in life know that every day is another chance. If the government can make such a botched job of all of these things, people should know that they can uh, keep trying. If they think that they haven't achieved something, then keep trying because what we mm. have, one of the things that we have definitely learned, learned is that it's okay to make mistakes definitely okay and to make mistakes yeah it's okay to make mistakes i have to say just to add to that is that i found it hilarious that boris sent out a message regarding trump's behavior this week i thought that was really funny because i was like i think he's got enough to deal with meddling rather than texting about another country i have no words about that <laughs> well i do but i mean the only because because people might say okay what does it matter to us because that's an America and that's here, but 
it's the ideology of mm. people or a particular set of people and that ideology is already around the globe and very much settled in the west so it's almost like today for me tomorrow for you so that's why we mm. have to kind of keep an eye on it um mm. and something that i saw today was in one of the um i don't particularly watch loose women but i think i saw i saw an article about the carol her whole name carol something saying that she could understand, even though it was wrong, she could understand why they were angry mm. um, and why they rioted because, and she said, because they're not being listened to. So mm. lots of people were complaining to ITV and so on about her. And a lot of the response was, and this is the issue here, mm. a lot of what was contested and a lot of the, what the courts who turned away his lawsuits were Republican places where mm. the voting system was created by and put in place by his own party people, yeah. well, even prior to him being a, a president. And some of and some of his his um, representatives, they won in their areas. It's just that overall he did not win. So when yeah. you break it down and you look at that, I even saw something on YouTube where a guy was breaking it down. It was actually a, a young democratic senator who when they had resumed after the madness on Wednesday, he broke it down and said, this is to, for people to really understand. This man is saying that he's, he's you know, being stolen, his election was stolen, but some of your people won. So why are you only contesting it in the areas where you didn't win? Like common sense, but it's yeah, in true. short supply. So there's no, yeah. to me, there's no point, but we just, yeah. we just have to have an eye on it because you think those people don't have links with people over here? Don't we yeah. have links with people all over the world ourselves? So yeah. just in a general thing, yeah. It's important that right. they, so they can, let's yeah. not kid ourselves that something like not something like entirely like that in could that way. Here, but you have people with the same ideology. But Mel, um, before we move on to the next bit, I just wanted to ask if anybody was struggling at the moment and they were looking to want talking therapy or to speak to someone and seek support um where would you say they should go to so my okay the first point of course obviously be your gp but if you're going to try and access free therapy it comes in under the banner of the nhs iapt iapt is improving access to psychological therapies now i'm not sure about the whole the list is it called listenership is there such a term of people no, listening no, in? You just, you just made one up. There okay, so, right. so yeah. my man can do it, I can do it as well. Yeah. Uh, the listenership of the programme. Um, so <laughs> if, so generally, yes, your GP, if, if it's for a free service, there are very few or were, I think there's mm. a, it's changed a lot over the last year because of the pandemic. So they've now increased a lot of their funding for mental health mm. uh, because they know and, and we're just this is just a tip there's going to be I feel that there will be a huge uh, mental health crisis in the next two months um we're already, more, yeah. we're already for even, in the crisis yeah for all people who have never had any issues with it mm. or you know pre-existing uh mental health prior to the pandemic 
beyond that, you can always check with your local mind. So when mm-hmm. I say a local mind, everyone knows the mind's brand, but how it actually works is that certain boroughs will have what is called a local mind because mind is a federate, federation. Federated so, model, yeah. yeah. So it has like, kind of like a franchise. It's like, it's like KFC. It's a bit different because you can, at one place you might can get chicken wings and another place you can't. So that's you know, and then at one place you might have to pay for the chicken wings at the other place. That's right, and the other place you can get it free. Right, that's literally how it works, depending on what funding they um, have in play. So your local mind will be a good place. If you happen to be from a black or Asian or other ethnic minority community, not that I really like that whole term, Mm -hmm. um, you can access it in different places. So... If the I, best thing I could, would be for people to search it, right? Because all the those yeah, because it's going to be different. Up. Yeah, because it's going to be different for for each borough. However, it because and each different counselling agencies will have different criteria. So some places might only see people within that borough. Some places might only see people if their GP is registered in that area. And then you have some places it literally doesn't matter where you are because it's like either private or a particular type of agency. So an example I will give for a fame mm-hmm. or a cultural um, focused therapy would be NAFSIAT, mm-hmm. N-A-F-S-I-Y-A-T, which is based in Archway. And they have like over 20 mm-hmm. different languages. With that organisation... Can, can I just add, yeah. they've been there for 40 years as well. I've used them myself. They're brilliant. Well, they were in Finsbury Park for a long yeah. time, and then they moved to um, Archway in the last, I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe three years? Three years, yeah. Yeah. So they have a lot of um, counsellors who speak community languages, so that's a good place to go. And then they also work in partnership. Um, well, one of their partners is Ubele, um, mm-hmm. U-B-E-L-E. Ubele is doing a lot of work around research within the BAME mm-hmm. communities mental and having health as well, aren't they? yeah on into mental health and with co-production with young people to create services that really um address their needs so co-production really means that you're not just creating this uh service and then delivering it to people you're actually asking the people who you're going to deliver the services to what that service should look like and then of course you have Lots of different organisations that you can access via Instagram. I don't really want to no, name I was gonna, too I was, many. Yeah, I was going to say um, there's also if the people look into their oh, local sorry. authority council websites, they'll also that, see their local counselling services that are there. Yeah, there's that, and then there's yeah. the BACP. Yeah, um, find a therapist, and the thing with the BACP find a therapist website and also the counselling directory yeah. is that the counsellor's picture is on there. So if if and they're accredited, that's why they're yeah. there, isn't it? No, yeah. you don't have to be accredited. So, uh, to be honest, accreditation is a bit like, how can I explain it? Uh, it's not that you're accredited that you're not going to make mistakes. There okay. are plenty of people out there who are not accredited that are outstanding um, counsellors. It's just one of those things this, uh, in terms of how they do things here it just makes okay. you look more or what, ha- what have you when that's Is it safer be to be with this somebody's with a professional body um i'm with a yeah, registered at least minimal okay. 
registered. And if, if somebody, registered, like for example, if, if if somebody Mel went to a counsellor and, and they weren't with a professional body, do you think that's advisable that people go no. to a counsellor? I would say that you you would they would at least have to be registered, and the the two main registering bodies are the BACP, mm-hmm. which is the British Association for Counselling and Psychotherapy, and and then what's the other one? UKCP. And is there Barton um, as well? Barton, which is B A A T N, is the Black and Asian Therapist Network. That is not a, an accreditation body. It is an organisation for Black and Asian therapist so they you could also go to the their website which is barton b-a-a-t-n.org.uk and click on find a therapist and it's the same thing they all have their pictures there and you can put your postcode in you can have it in terms of proximity you can read through each of their bios to see this is the same with counseling directory and bacp and read through the bios to see what areas they deal with now counselors cannot diagnose a mental health condition they can make a suggestion um, or informed um, opinion as to what a person if if a person has that but generally counseling don't have to have a mental health diagnosis to go and see a counselor counselors really about having a space to talk to someone who's going to hold no judgment because a they don't know you mm-hmm. and B, it's your space and your time and you choose what to speak about. And it's mm-hmm. also, it, 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 I, I, I often term counselling as a gift to yourself because you can have people around you who can give you good advice. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. People, can, people who love you will give you advice. The difference here is that with your family and friends, they, they have a wider view on it because they mm-hmm. may know some or all of the major players in your life and in some of the experiences or events that have taken place mm-hmm. that might be causing you um, distress or trauma. A counsellor doesn't know that. So, it's, And then also in that setting with your friends and family, not everybody's going to be, you know, some people are going to be like, you know, you're going to get over it. Just do this, just do that. That might work for a couple of hours or a day or two. After that relationship is gonna get right. But with counseling, it doesn't matter how you're feeling, your your feelings are then validated and explored, or a particular behaviour that you no longer wish to engage in or you feel is holding you back from doing something, you kind of explore the roots of that and how to move forward and you could usually come up with the answers over time but it's a space and I know that historically we are not people that go to counsellors and so on but Mm -hmm. there are so many more um cultural I'm going to say that covers a lot of people who are now therapists and so on at the same time you really have to make a decision as to what kind of therapist you're going to go to, what their background is, if they're male or female. Most people, I find when I say to them when I'm doing assessments, you know, we have male and female counsellors, yeah. do you have a gender preference? They always say, the majority of them say yes, and then it's always female. That is that male and female client. Yeah. But now I've kind of changed it and say, if would you be happy to see a male counsellor? Because sometimes that's what you need to see. If there's no historic... Uh, at the hands of a male 
Yeah. Um, physical, sexual, emotional. Otherwise, if if or more like sexual work in that because in that proximity is very different. Now most of the therapy takes place via Zoom and over the telephone because of the lockdown and the pandemic. It's been so, going on since last year. so sometimes I think people need to think a little bit more about um, having um, therapy with a male counsellor. Male counsellors are really good. I mean, we definitely... That's interesting the, the, to hear, Mel, because I don't think you hear about it. Yeah, the profession needs a lot more... Men. Um, men, I'm going to say um, Asian and black males in, in that profession. Okay. Definitely. But Mel, I thank you for that. And as always, the time is limited in an hour. I think, um, well, you're going to be back right. again, Mel. Okay. And we're hoping that we can obviously get callers to come in and um, ask you any questions at a, a later date. Um, but before we go, I wanted to ask you, what your top five songs would be if you were stranded in the oh. desert or during COVID? Okay, that's a bit difficult. I listen to so many different songs. Okay, so a, a fun song <laughs> that I was listening to across. Yeah. There's two songs by this um, artist. I don't think I can remember all the artists. Anyway, it's Nadia Batson and she's a soca artist and one is Fat. Really on my fitness um, in the first lockdown, and now I look like I'll be ready for someone. I realise why you said that. Turkey, now. turkey. <laughs> oh, 
come Christmas or whenever. Ready so to get fact, I just, Yeah, <laughs> I just like that. I just like that song by Nadia Batson. Fat. It's a. It's a. It's. It's a. Um, it's fun a, song. Yeah, it's a fun song, and and then her other song is called So Long, and it's like kind of basically around you know a song that she hasn't seen people and. Okay. She thought that they might have been in the foreign or where they were and whatever. And that's just like a really nice song, actually, to um, dance and listen to. Mm-hmm. Another song would be, what do I listen to? Well, I listen a lot. My favourite Bob Marley song is Stir It Up. Sister in North, who passed in 20, 2017. Mm. So it means a lot to me, but I just. It makes you feel good it. too. Makes, yeah, and it just got, I think it's got the best bridge. I think that's the song that's got the best bridge in it. All right, so what's and your number? F- what's your number that's four? Three. My number four would be. These are, oh, hold on. I'd have to ask my son, you know, this, you know, you, you, you don't want to really like your children's music, but um, <laughs> it just sounds mad. But I'm sure there's some kind of grime tune in there somewhere, but I'll have to get back to you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> my final one would be, this one is probably a Mary J. Blige. This can't be real There's got to be more 
on a film, a recent film that she okay. that she did. And then I got my partner to Shazam it because I was like, this tune right here. And when I found it and played it, it's like it's a it's a good tune and it just makes you think, um I don't know, Mary's just kind of always able to kind of bring it home. Put yeah, that's a really good way to put it to kind of bring it home and put put words to, to, to things. But yeah, it just really resonated with me um, on how I was feeling at the time. Not at the time, but times mm. I felt like that. And like, yeah, this song kind of fits it. This will be a good... Do you sing along to it as well, Mel? Good, yeah, it'll be a good track for my, for my podcast. That's Love it. Be. Yeah, be a good one for that. But like, yeah, so, so that's kind of me. I think music does help us get through things. And Definitely. we've all got a soundtrack to our life. So lifting on and dance on. But Mel, thank you. It's been wonderful as always. It's been blissful. It's been, yeah, blissfully balanced. It Indeed. has. Um, is there anything you'd like to say to the um, listeners before we sign yourself, up? People, look after yourself, be gentle with yourself um, and be true to yourself. Like if you're not feeling great, say so. Sometimes when people are saying to you, are you all right? Um, well, brace yourself because sometimes most people are waiting for you to say yes, they're not expecting another answer. The minute that you mm. say something other than I'm all right, you see something different. So, but you know what, why not? Right about now, we're living in times where we literally don't know what's going to happen and if we're going to see people, there's people, but I'm sure that they thought they were going to see the next one, two, mm. five, ten, fifteen years and they're not here. So, I, I, I don't think we've really got time or there's no value in pretending that the way that we view life and how we should 
B needs to be different. For those of us who are really not enlightened or behave in a particular way, those of us who really need to kind of work on ourselves, mm. that's what we need to do. But this is this; these are very different times, and so we need to be kind to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't need to be supermen or superwomen, and we need to get people on board to help us and not try to do everything. If that's your remit, if you are the go-to help every one person. Uh, martyrdom is not as pretty as we mm. think it is so ask for help that's what I would say and smile and oh cry God. and scream and shout and swear and it's okay to. not to be okay that's right but thank you Blissful Balance and we hope everybody has a lovely Saturday yep take care people mind how you go take care bye, bye. Don't want to feel you, don't want you on my mind, don't want to feel you, don't want you on my mind, don't want to feel you, don't want you on my mind, on my mind, on my mind, 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 mind.
you enjoyed the show and thank you for joining me this on this saturday morning uh, next is clive bailey i hope you all enjoy and see you next week same time same place